there. It's Amy Schmidt, your host of the Fearlessly Facing 50 and Beyond podcast. I am so happy that you have chosen to spend time with me. As a reinvention confidence expert, along with a storyteller, I've shared quite a few things along this journey. But what I've found is the most important info to share are stories. Stories of amazing people, ordinary people, extraordinary people doing things that are going to inspire you to action. So come and join me in this space because you're going to be inspired. Let's get started. It's our time. Hey, it's Amy. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. And uh, I hope that you are enjoying a fabulous day, whatever you're doing, whether you're outside, whether you're at work, whether you're cooking, whether you're doing house cleaning, whatever you're doing, I hope you have a joy-filled heart. So today's episode is going to dig into one of those topics that, you know, we need to open the dialogue on, right? About sexual health for women about issues that are really important that a lot of times we don't talk about. Today, I have the CEO of Fem Pharma with me, Jerry DiPiano, and she is amazing. She truly is amazing. I love this conversation. She taught me so many things. She inspired me in ways. And you know what? She is not afraid to take risks. And that's what she's done. She's built three incredible companies after a humongous corporate career. And um, she just keeps on going and she does amazing things. And she's really in tune to women's health. So I'm really excited to have you meet her, have you learn about the products that they have at Femme Pharma, their company, and just to get in touch with Jerry DiPiano, a superhuman. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Jerry. Well, welcome to the podcast. You know, as you heard in the intro, I'm excited about this conversation because once again, we're digging into topics that are really top of mind for women, especially women, you know, 40, 50 plus. And I think what's so great about these topics is, you know, when you go out to cocktails with your girlfriends or you sit around at a a movie night at your house with your girlfriends, you know, some of these topics we all want to talk about and we're all at the edge of our seat but sometimes it's really hard to open, to be the first one to really open the dialogue about it, about issues that we, you know, that we have as women of a certain age. So I'm excited to have Jerry DiPiano with me today, the CEO of Fem Pharma. This conversation has been a while in the making, so I'm excited to have her here with me. We're going to hear a little bit about her story, her background, where her heart is, why she's launched this company, what her background is, and you know what we can do as women to really move through the world with confidence as we age. So Jerry, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Thanks. It's my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking before we even started recording. Jerry said, Amy, how are you? You know, we're coming off of Thanksgiving. It's a busy time. And I said, oh, Jerry, I've got a full pack stuff this afternoon, as does she. And we both agreed on something. And that is something I want to start with today, because I think we get caught up in perfectionism, right? As women. Absolutely. We're always, we always want to earn the A plus. A is not good enough. It's A plus. Right. It's that badge. It's that badge of honor. You know, I just wrote an op-ed that's going to be published here in the next couple of weeks. And uh, it's interesting because as I've come into this, you know, this age and kind of looking at what I did in my 20s and 30s and stayed home and raised children and all of this and all these things we go through as women, there is a real light shined on women, a spotlight really on women over 50 right now, I feel. You know, it was dimmed for a while, and now we've got women like yourself doing amazing things, running companies, you know, doing incredible things. 
But I do feel that there's a little bit of pressure that comes with that. No, there's an immense amount of pressure that comes with it. So, you know, again, we women try to be all things to all people. Right. When we start businesses, that doesn't change. In fact, now we have one more layer because we are, we are the leader. We are the leader of our business. Yeah. And it's a business in women's health care, even more important because it is your passionate mission yes. to do something, to do well and do good. Yeah. Yeah. To do well and do good. So interesting. I feel sometimes as though, you know, um, I, I just had a conversation with a woman because I'm, you're a part of my series surrounding yourself with greatness. And I love to interview women that are doing amazing things. And these are different women, women like yourself that I've never met before, but I followed and admired or women like I interviewed yesterday, who is one of my dearest friends. And I said, you know, what does it feel like to be a woman in her fifties and and trying to do all those things? Because I do think it does come with pressure, you know, to write a book, to launch a company, to, you know, be the perfect grandmother, to do all these things. And, And sometimes that can be, that can create some fear for women. Yes, absolutely. I think that, that we are faced with a tremendous amount of pressure, particularly as we reach, you know, we, we've referred to it as the sandwich generation, and it really is right. true. And it doesn't matter if you if you're if you have, if you're fortunate and blessed to have children, they right. are always your children, irrespective of whether they are in their 10 tw- or 10 or 20. It doesn't yeah. matter. They are still your children. They're your children for life. And if you are also blessed to still have parents, let's face it, parents are aging. And so we have the pressure from our parents. And then we have our, we have your life, our lives to think about. Right. And oftentimes make ourselves the second class citizen mm-hmm. that we, mm-hmm. we don't treat other women this way. Right. right. We never do. Exactly. exactly. Just to help other women, but we first have to help ourselves. Yes. Yes. So that's that becomes an issue for all of us. So when we start a business, we don't be we're not the second class citizen. Now we're the third class citizen, or maybe yeah. the first class citizen. Yeah, very well said. That's true. That resonates with a lot of listeners, I'm sure today. So let's talk about Fun Pharma. I, I would love to hear your story. Give us a little, you know, a little bio on you and where your heart is. And you know, this is the third, the third healthcare women's healthcare company. So yes, of the same name. So um, I had um, I had a, a pretty dynamic career in the multinational pharmaceutical industry. So started my career uh, with a company called Baxter Healthcare, then went to Bristol Myers Squibb, then Sanofi Aventis. Um, all the names have changed, by the way, because they've either yes. been acquired or merged. Um, the last large multinational that I worked with was Pfizer. Okay. And it was during my tenure at those companies that I realized that while they're doing great work, I don't have anything negative to say about the prescription pharmaceutical industry because I, by the way, I also have a prescription pharmaceutical company. What I will say, though, is that there were numerous diseases and disorders that disproportionately affect women, mm-hmm. that the multinationals were just not attentive to. Right. Right. I say that because I look at the kinds of conditions that were often explored in R&D and then in subsequently in commercialization. And many of them fell into the category of more of the same, mm-hmm. which is to say that, yes, 
good products for contraception, perhaps fertility, perhaps hormone replacement therapy, but it was pretty narrow. So the definition of women's health was pretty narrow. Yeah. And let's face it, diseases and disorders that disproportionately affect women are ones that we ought to be exploring. Yes. By the same token, even in those companies where there was more groundbreaking activity, we kept looking at ways in which to administer drugs systemically. So let's impact the entire body. Let's Mm. not target the therapy. Mm-hmm. And that that for me was a significant issue that women were facing. If you if you had a disease or disorder in your pelvic and reproductive organs, why would you expose the entire body? Right. So how would you minimize exposure? And that was how Fem Pharma One was born. So the first Fem Pharma was born twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, with my checkbook and my credit card. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Look at my credit card and then found angel investors and then small institutional investors and then a strategic partner. And we focused on conditions, diseases, and disorders that disproportionately affect women. And we believe and still do believe in regionalized targeted therapy. Mm. With five years, that company was sold to a multinational company. And because the multinational company didn't want the name Little Fem Pharma. They had their own name, right? They yeah. were trading in the New York Stock Exchange. So they didn't yeah. need our name. So the day after I sold the company, I started Fem Pharma 2 and Fem Pharma 2, Fem Pharma Global Healthcare um, has clinical stage assets in women's health. And some of the conditions are overactive bladder, huh. pain, okay. associated, pain associated with fibrocystic breast condition, endometriosis and dysfunctional uterine bleeding. So just imagine that. These are all things that we struggle with each and every day. Unbelievable. That was goosebumps right there. Yeah. (laughs) Incredible. And as if that wasn't enough, we had an epiphany along the way. Hmm. It was during one of our clinical trials, our overactive bladder clinical trial, where women had a reduction of incontinence episodes, significant reduction, they also had um, decreased number of bathroom visits, which we call micturitions. Okay, yeah. And so all that was great. But the unexpected result in a good way was that when women entered the trial at baseline, our investigators noticed that they had something that was troubling. Lots of dryness, lesions, adhesions, so vaginal, significant vaginal dryness. Yeah, right. And We wanted, for safety reasons, we wanted to have them carefully monitor that. So they did vaginal inspections and they did something called a colposcopy, which is a detailed examination. Well, surprisingly, women improved from baseline to end of the treatment period. Our investigators were so excited because they said there's something in these ingredients, inert ingredients, that is making a difference. So we kind of chuckled and said, well, maybe we have another product. So in addition to our prescription product, maybe these inert ingredients are working so well that we ought to optimize that, get an FDA clearance and consumer business. And that is exactly what we did. Amazing. Wow. So that's kind of the third. That was the third company. So Fem Pharma Consumer Healthcare. Right. 
The sister is a sister company. It's a totally separate entity that focuses on over-the-counter products dealing with one of the biggest cohorts in the world, menopausal women. So women in perimenopause, women in menopause, so women making that transition in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. Right. Who were past tense, who were invisible until quite recently. Yeah, it's so true. Now we have, we have a menopause revolution underway. Yeah, we do. In the U.S., in the world. Yeah. We, our voices are finally being heard. And menopause is not taboo. Menopause is the beginning of the rest of your life. It's just another transition of life. It's a transition. It's a, tra- you know, I was watching the nightly news. Oh, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, there's a lot of pharma ads that obviously that, you know, everything is demographic driven. And uh, there was a menopause ad on there. Um, and it, I don't remember what it was exactly, but it, it was amazing. And and there has been such a light now shine, sh- shined on this generation of women. And we are, you know, we're intelligent, we're articulate, we're, and all of these things. And we have um, the money to invest in ourselves at this stage of life. So I think it's, it's such an important time. And what a, what a great, I mean, that's amazing. You have evolved, you know, when yes. you look at what you've done 20 years ago, I, I want to take you back to, cause you mentioned this, um, for, for women that are listening, you said with my checkbook, with my, you know, I started this, this first company, take me back to that moment because, you know, I've, I've had other women on the podcast, myself included when I launched my business. And, um, I was very, nervous about that. I didn't have the financial acumen that I really felt I needed. I didn't have the confidence around it. it. Made me very nervous. I remember going in, Jerry, to the bank when I had my little nest egg here to open my business and took it. I remember breaking out in a rash thinking, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Can I do this? Is this really, do I have enough knowledge about this? Am I investing in something that people are going to believe in? Take me back to that moment for you. Did you have any fear, trepidation, anxiety? No, absolutely. I used to joke with my husband and I would say, I would call it my science experiment. So I, I was always the, uh, the nerdy kid that entered the Johns Hopkins University science fair and actually was, I'm proud to say I was a grand prize winner way back when. There you go. Awesome. I've always been, um, a person that wanted to do research, that wanted to make a difference, that wanted to save lives. And hopefully I will at some point. I just need to do it one time. That's all. Just yeah. one person. Yeah. But, but it was scary. Um, and when I when I look back, um, we had a one-year-old daughter. Wow. <laughs> My husband went on to lose his job. <laughs> right. And we second mortgaged our house in order to fund the first company. And I must say that I have a great partner because when I looked at him and I said, this is my science experiment, he said, I have confidence in you. You need to have confidence in yourself. You've been doing this for big pharma for a very long time. Now you're going to do it for women. Yeah. You're going to do it because you can. You can do this. So it was great to have someone remind me that it was not imposter syndrome this was something that was possible. Not only was it possible, but it was highly probable. And that was before these types of what I would call embodiments, because we were doing things regionally, which is to say that we were doing intravaginal drug delivery. And we were also doing 
delivery of non-transdermal but topical products to the breast, which was unheard of. And we we ended up scoring over 34 patents as a as a result of some wow. of the novel and unexpected nature of regional topical delivery. And I'll give credit to the other scientists who worked with me and to our patent attorneys and to many other people who worked with us for helping that to come about. But it worked. It did. It it worked. Uh, but it could have just as easily gone the other way. Many of many of these startup companies fail. Yeah. So yes, I was I was holding my breath. Yeah, I bet you were. But what an amazing story and journey and transformation. And and you're really living through this too. I mean, you're going through this. You know, these products that are in development are something you're you're at that stage of life as well. Yes. So it's really your story and and your passion, which I talk about so often because I feel that a lot of women, you know, we meet each other at the intersection of passion and purpose. Yes, we do. It's kind of, it's, sometimes I am a little troubled by, I'll just say this, companies where white men believe Mm -hmm. that they know what women really want. Mm -hmm. And they hold out a woman as their token to say this is by women for women. Right. It sounds good. But yeah. you haven't walked the walk and talked the talk. I, I've done both. I talk the talk and I walk the walk. Yeah, exactly. You're women founded. Women founded. Exactly. Women founded. One, one woman's checkbook. Now, I did raise money from other investors. Right. Many of whom are men. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I'm very grateful to those who supported me. But Absolutely. Yeah. Most of the risk... I took most of the risk. You took most of the risk. Okay. So I am out there when I, when it comes to like talking about things that are really on my heart and part of my personal journey. That's one reason I started the podcast. And it's another reason to share information that I find is so valuable. So I'm going to ask you this. Wouldn't you love to be able to run, skip, jump, climb a mountain, swing on a trapeze, jump on a trampoline, whatever it is without a leaky bladder. Okay. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> I know I have an editor who's a male who um, edits my podcast and I'm sure he's like, okay, Amy, you're bringing it again. I'm learning so much about this. I can tell my girlfriend, my wife, my sister, my friends, whatever, but you know what? It's so important to open the dialogue on this because it's an important topic and, and, and urinary stress, urinary incontinence is real and you are not alone and I am not alone. So that's why I want to share with you this amazing product that I have been using. I've been using Innovo to combat bladder leaks and strengthen my pelvic floor, which I can't tell you how many times I've pulled to a stoplight and I've heard my OBGYN saying, do your Kegels, aim, do your Kegels. Well, you never know if you're doing them right. So Innovo's clever technology, it's non-invasive, it's not surgical. It's literally a pair of shorts. (laughs) You put them on and the technology stimulates the pelvic floor to strengthen the muscles and treats the root cause of bladder leaks. You pull on the shorts and Innovo delivers 180 perfect pelvic floor contractions in 30 minutes. Literally, it's your me time for 30 minutes, five days a week for 12 weeks. You can read your emails. You can just have a little me time. You can do your to-do list, whatever it is. It works. It's clinically proven to work. It's non-invasive, safe, and easy to use. And you get results in as little as four weeks. So if you are somebody or you know of somebody that is suffering from bladder leaks, let's open the dialogue about it. Let's be transparent. We're women. We've had kids. This is part of it. So you know what? 
there's a great code. You go to myinnovo.com. You use the code AMYK100, A-M-Y-K-1-0-0 for $100 off. It's amazing. Get your starter kit. Let me know how you like it. And you know what? You'll be leak-free just like me. And it's an amazing, empowering, confidence-boosting feeling. Check it out. Myinnovo.com and use the code AMYK100. 100 bucks off. How did you build your team? How'd you go about building your team when you started the the first Fem Pharma? So um, I had great mentors in the prescription pharmaceutical industry. Um, and I'll do a shout out to uh, Joe Scuderi, who mm-hmm. used to be, um, he was the president of J&J North America. And when I worked with him, it was at the predecessor company to Sanofi Aventis. And when Joe and I interviewed, I was going to be his product director for a multi-billion dollar brand. And he said, so what is your, what are your aspirational goals? <laughs> and I said, I want to run my own pharmaceutical company. He said, oh, Jerry, he said, he whispered, he said, that's a really great goal. Don't let anybody else here know that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Either manic or you're on the, your way out the door. Right. But we, ended up, I had great respect for him for having shared that piece of advice with me. And over the years, we maintained contact. So he introduced me to my first chief scientific officer. And that was the way I built my team. So I went back to my mentors. He wasn't the only one, but he was probably the individual that figured most prominently in my career. Mm. And so I went back to him and I went back to other individuals that I considered good advisors and mentors. And I built a great advisory board of key opinion leaders who also led me to others who they considered to be experts in the field. Um, I recruited a young woman who had graduated from Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health sure. to be first clinical operations director. Wow. And similarly, um, as I built the consumer business, I went by referral. Of course, you have to still go through the diligence, the resume checking, the background investigations, the criminal background investigations. So all of those things have to be buttoned up. And quite frankly, we did work with a lot of consultants because let's face it, we don't know if these businesses are going to succeed. So you want to be careful about building too much infrastructure too quickly. Right. Um, And it's, it's both for the benefit of the consultant as well as the benefit of the company. Mm-hmm. So you have these relationships which um, give some latitude in terms of flexibility to the right. consultant. You still can pay the bills, put food on the table if things don't work out with the company. Yeah. And then you also give flexibility to the company where you can um, you can make some decisions that that may not be in in both of your best interests. So right. we did a real fine balance. Yes, we work with a number of consultants over the years as well. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that you mentioned mentors because I think that's so important, especially as women. A lot of times, you know, uh, groups that I've talked to, you know, one of the challenges I put out there is, you know, when women are trying to make a pivot or maybe launching a business or changing something in their in their journey, and I challenge them to, you know, put together your network of people. And you know, there's a lot of women out there that that get a little nervous about that word network because maybe they've stepped away from business for a while, maybe they've taken a, a pivot, and and they say, well, Amy, I, I don't I don't have a network, I don't have any mentors, I ha- I'm not in the business world, but you know, there's power in these relationships that we develop over time. Absolutely, and you need to sustain those and nurture those. Think about yep. them. Think about those those networks as 
a network of friends. I mean, they aren't truly your friends, but they are individuals who supported you in the past. They are individuals who can make other introductions. And by the way, it goes both ways. So Joe Scuderi helped me. Uh, Nancy Durst Clementi helped me. Amazing. helped me. I'm going to do a shout out for all of these individuals because without them, without them, we would not have progressed to any degree. Yeah. When I had the opportunity to recommend them, whether they are patent attorneys or whether they are research personnel or whether they have their own businesses, as in uh, Nancy Durst Clementi is a regulatory consultant now who worked with me at Wyeth. Of course, I'm hoping that she's going to get some business. Somebody's going right. to pick up and say, oh, let yeah. me give that person a call. She helped me. It, it really is a re- the reciprocity has to be there just as in any network, any any friendship. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Before we transition to the products that, you know, the listeners can actually go to the website and purchase. Um, I'd like to talk about the power of collaboration because I think it's something, especially for women of any age, but I do feel as though, and, and I worked in pharma, actually in PR for pharma for a while at Merck. So we lived in Pennsylvania for, for my husband's always been in pharma, but you know, you think about your, your journey in your twenties and thirties. And I look about, you know, I look at my daughter who's in her mid twenties and a lot of times it's very difficult to ask for help at that point of our career. And I feel that there's a transition that takes place as we age, you know, we get wiser. That's what we say, uh, wiser with age. But the power of collaboration is so important. And do you find, you know, as your role as a CEO, I mean, you are leading this company that's grown tremendously over 20 years. And what you've done is amazing. Are there ever times when you feel like, well, first of all, that question is the power of collaboration. Do you do you see that? And do you use that? And secondly, do you ever have fear asking for help? So I'll answer the first part, which is collaboration. I am a huge believer in collaboration. And I believe in collaborating even, this is going to sound crazy, but I believe in reaching out to my competitors and have, particularly women who are in a in the same space. Why? Because I think we grow stronger by working together. If we help others to succeed, now you're not going to do it to your own peril, but I cheer on women who are killing it, mm-hmm. who are Why? Because every time a woman succeeds, it's another reason to invest, to support a woman-led, woman-run business. And more importantly, we want women to have options. So perhaps your option and my option are in the same space, but there's different ingredients. It's administered differently. So what? So what? Give women options. Provide that breath of opportunities. Continue to beat the drum that we are about a menopause revolution and this is the best time of your life. Mm-hmm. It's all good. So I believe in collaborating in a big way with competitors, with companies that are synergistic or maybe even tangential, whether they're in mm. maybe not in menopause, maybe they're focused on a younger age group cohort. Right. Exactly. Struggling to conceive women who are struggling to find ways in which to deal with unwanted pregnancy, women who are struggling with endometriosis or cancer. Those are all companies I want to collaborate with. So I'm a big believer in collaboration and trying to network as much as possible. And I do interview women on the Love Me Avita podcast. Mm -hmm. I'll link that to the notes so people can listen. 
yes, we want to champion your success. That's yours and other women's success. So then the second part of your question, am I ever fearful about that? Well, sure. There's always, there's always that fear of rejection. There's always fear that you'll reach out and someone won't return your call. Or if they do, they will, you know, shut you down. And that's happened. That has, but you have to have resilient, you have to be resilient and you have to have grit. And if I've learned one thing, a lot of this is about having grit, being able to fail. And and failure is tough for a lot of us, right? We're the oh, same. absolutely. Absolutely. I had to get the A, A plus, right? So if you fail, even if it's the failure to have somebody, someone reciprocate, it still feels bad. Yeah. And so you're you're afraid. Am I, you know, am I going too far? Am I being am I in stalker territory? I've right. reached out to this person four times by email. I've called them. I've right. linked with them. Right. Right. Exactly. At a, point, at a point you do stop. But I think yeah. there is there you have to get to that point where it is a, it's actually okay to fail. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, I you know, I shared in my in my TEDx talk that I did about confidence. Uh, the fact that the first podcast episode I did, I, you know, jumped around afterwards, like, yes, I did it. You know, I'm, I'm 50. I did it. I did this. And I couldn't, I couldn't find the audio file because I forgot to push the record button, <laughs> you know, right, right, right there. It, you know, the, those feelings of Amy, seriously, like you can't half the time remember where your glasses are when they're on your head or you're looking for your iPhone when you're using the flashlight on your iPhone and now you forgot to push record, how are you ever going to, you know, how many times do we as women think, oh, I failed. I can't do it. But we have to persevere. We have to be resilient. And we have to realize that we learn from all of that. So I love that. I love the power of collaboration. I knew being a good leader, as you are an extremely great leader, you have to believe in the power of collaboration. You have to open that door and keep your foot in the door for the next woman to come through. Absolutely. And asking for help, I think that's, you know, that's a sign of a great leader. So what if I told you you could double your confidence in 14 days? Would you be game? I definitely would cannonball into that. So let me introduce you to an incredible course that is being taught by my business partner, Kristen Cofield, the founder of The Culinary Cure, and myself, the founder of Fearlessly Facing 50. 14 lessons taught by us to double your confidence. All you have to do is go to betterthangossip.com and sign up today. If you sign up with three friends, you get your course for free. And the investment is basically probably a trip to the grocery store. It's not a huge investment, but it's investment in you. That is the gift you should gift yourself this holiday season. You know, the program seamlessly combines wellness and mindset. So you solve the biggest confidence challenges that we face when building our businesses or just going along on our journeys. We need both mind and body confidence. If this sounds like you, not having enough energy to get everything done, frustrations with body image, poor sleep, inconsistent eating habits, self-doubt, negative thoughts, stress, lack of confidence, this course is for you. It's a proven powerful online program that brings you videos, call to actions with worksheets and recipes, everything so that you can look and feel happier in your body and in your thoughts. So sign up today, Mind and Body Confidence, betterthangossip.com. You can find it there. You can find it on my website, fearlesslyfacing50.com. So let's talk about the products that, you know, women listening today can actually order. And, you know, we're going to have a special code as well that you can order through after you listen to the podcast, which is fabulous, especially for vaginal dryness. I mean, this is an issue. 
I mean, it's an issue that I certainly talk about and I'm very transparent about. My husband knows more about it than anybody now since launching my business. He's like, wow, I know a lot about urinary stress incontinence. I know a lot, but it's, it's a part of who we are. Yes, it is. And it's, it's not, it's not to be embarrassed about it. I think the media makes it more uh, taboo than women make, make it because you're, you said early on in the podcast that women sit around, they have a glass of wine, or maybe they don't have a glass of wine, but they sit around at the, the dinner table. And one out of every two women will experience some degree of vaginal dryness. One out it's, of two. One, one out, out of two. two. Great. Okay. So, so now again, to in varying degrees. Right. Absolutely. Yep. But it is a problem that has a solution. And the solution is you moisturize your face every day. Mm-hmm. By the way, for those women who have considered having these vaginal laser rejuvenation procedures, even if you have that procedure, you still need maintenance. So you need to use a moisturizer. And Makes moisturizer sense. and lubricant combined is what the Mia Vita personal lubricant and vaginal moisturizer is designed to be used every single day. By the every way, day. Every day. Doesn't, doesn't leak, doesn't drip, isn't messy. You don't need a lot of product in your vagina right. for it to work. It has some powerhouse ingredients like hyaluronic acid and vitamin E mm. and uh, natrosol. But th- the key is use it daily. By the way, it is also a personal lubricant. So if you need a little bit of something, something before hey, you get, yeah. before you do the jiggy, jiggy. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, get that. By the way, you don't have to lie in bed with your feet up in the air. Right. For it to work and melt. I mean, there are some products out there. <laughs> No, I love I love it. You know, you 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 read the instructions for use and it says lie flat or worse, lie with your legs up. With your legs up. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> and wait for it and wait for an hour for it to work. And it's like, okay, dear. Yeah. Dear, you know, can you just wait an hour and we can <laughs> we can get going? Or, yeah. or you're getting dressed in the morning. Right. And you're like, okay, took the shower, have to put this in. Hours works right away. Don't have to wait. You can do jumping jacks or go for your run or do your bike or whatever you do, but you can get ready for work. By the way, it's not going to be in your underwear. Fabulous. Yep. So yep. When we designed this, it was with aesthetics in mind. So Mia Vita Personal Lubricant and Vaginal Moisturizer Combination Product, FDA cleared. Uh, it's a class two medical device. It is FDA cleared. And then its companion product is an intimate skin moisturizer, which is applied to your vulva, which is outside Mm. the vagina. So the skin outside the vagina also gets dry. Sometimes it's irritated. Let's face it. We're all going to the bathroom many times during the day. Exactly. Excuse my use of the vernacular, but whether you urinate um, six times a day or 10 times a day. Your vagina and your vulva get dry and itchy and worse when you're in perimenopause, menopause. So this can be applied after you go to the toilet, put a little bit of gel on a tissue if using your fingers bothers you, but put on a piece of tissue and gently apply it to the outside. That's Mia Vita Intimate Skin Moisturizer. Mm. 
Fabulous. Those are are two of our flagship products for vaginal and vulvar dryness. And then we have a host of products for other menopausal symptoms. Check us out this week because we're introducing something for hot flashes. Oh, fabulous. Relief product. We also have a sleep product, which has some powerhouse ingredients that help you not only get to sleep, but stay asleep. It's non-prescription, non-habit forming, and it is a little bit of a stress reliever. So we know that sometimes when we wake up in the middle of the night, we're ruminating, and that is because our brains are going working overtime. You and think stress- so? Does that happen to you? Oh my yes. gosh. That- <laughs> yes. And it's actually during the menopausal transition. Yeah. If you already suffer from anxiety and depression, based on research, you will amplify that during the transition period. So be very, take care of yourself. Yes, you're not alone. Note the signs. If you start to feel more anxious than normal and you're going through perimenopause and menopause, have a conversation with your healthcare practitioner and she may recommend something in a prescription product, but she also may recommend something like L-theanine, which is also a really good good product, or ashwagandha, L-theanine, and GABA, Mm -hmm. which are in our sleep product. Mm, Amazing. I mean, I've heard all of that. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Check out the website, uh, Vaginal Dryness. We've got you covered. Yeah. The website is fabulous. I'm going to link everything to the episode notes so you can see. And I think, you know, what Jerry's saying too is consistency is key. You know, we, we car, let's be honest, we're a generation of instant, right? We're algorithm driven, we're over data driven, everything like that. And everybody wants an instant fix. And and that's not the case, I, I would assume. I mean, this is something you need to use consistently. Like you put a moisture on your face, moisturizer on your face, you moisturize your vagina. Yes. And it's sad that, you know, we have 70,000 followers on Facebook. And if we try to put any information on the web, on our Facebook page or on social media, and use the word, the, the anatomically correct terminology, breast, vagina, yeah. vulva, we're shut down. You're shut down. So we could, we, we don't want to use crass words. Right. And I, and, and in as much as we sometimes see down there, it's down there where? On the floor? Yeah. <laughs> talking yeah. about it's not on the floor. This is a body part. This is another organ of the body. It just right. is. It's very unfortunate, but when you come to our website, you will see a whole variety of products that address individual symptoms of menopause. Our products are made without hormones. They are made under good manufacturing practices, which means that the facility was inspected by the US FDA, and there are strict standards that these manufacturers must must follow. That's a really important characteristic of any company that you choose to purchase from. Right. And then personal lubricants and vaginal moisturizers. So when you see a a product that's advertised as a personal lubricant and vaginal moisturizer, FDA clearance. Look for FDA clearance. That's also really important. Mm -hmm. There are companies out there that are selling cheap, and I will say this, cheap products that are not FDA cleared. And therefore, you don't know the standards of quality. They can say quality at every step of the way. But if you're making it in your kitchen, like, you know, Grace and Frankie, that is not okay. 
Exactly. Exactly. Well said. Oh, I love it. Well, I'll link everything to the episode notes so all of the listeners can go to the website, try the products. And we want to hear from you. You know, I say that with anything. Um, we want to hear from you. Jerry wants to hear from you. So when you purchase the products and you try the products, you know, we'll leave a link here so that you can get in touch and let us know. I also love on the website that there's a blog section there where you can read some really great articles that are very relevant and relatable. So I, I really appreciate what you're doing. I think your story is phenomenal. I've been anxious to meet you and have this discussion. Thanks. And and to be honest, I'm proud of you because you have really taken your background and your passion and your purpose, and you are just full speed ahead and you know highlighting women of a certain age and uh, and menopause and these things that are so important. So I applaud you for that. Um, I applaud you for doing what you're doing by making you. this more visible. Yeah. Just opening the, I mean, women are sharers, you know, we are sharers and we love community. And when we open that and we start talking about it, somebody listening may say, oh my gosh, I'm going to call Nancy right now because I need to talk to her about this. And that's what we do. You know, if we got a great new pair of boots, we're going to share it. We're going to say, Hey, we got these at, you know, wherever. So I, I think this is what we need to do. And it is definitely, it's a, it's a revolution for sure. Last question I want to leave you with is the one I ask everybody. And that is, Jerry, if you were sitting on the couch and you look over and there you were at 30, what advice would you give her? I would give myself, I would give her the same advice. Be brave, be tenacious, be resilient, step outside your comfort zone and do something that you're passionate about. Because if you're passionate, it makes it so much easier to get up and do this 12 or 15 hours a day. I love it. It's so true. And you certainly have done that. So thank you so much for this time. My pleasure. I hope we'll have another conversation. I think we should do an event of some sort and get this product and these products in the hands of more women and uh, open that discussion. So we'll, we'll be in touch. I love to do that. And thank you so much for inviting me to be your guest. You're welcome. Okay, so I hope that this episode inspired you, encouraged you, and challenged you. Because when we share our stories, they're inspiring. You know what? It's important for people to connect. Connection is key. People need people. So as you go forward this week or today, be a difference maker. Be a change maker, not only in your life, but in somebody else's. Reach out with a text, an email, or a phone call. Connection is key. It builds community and it builds confidence. Go forth and be awesome. And I'll see you soon.